Little Women. Presented by Inkblot Theatre Company. Part 3. I love the gulls. They always remind me of you, Joe. Why do you say that? You know, strong and wild, fond of the storm and happy, all alone. If I am a gull, what are you? A peep. (laughs) Or so Marmee says. And Meg is a turtle dove, and Amy is a lark, trying to fly up among the clouds, but always dropping back into the nest. I miss her, Joe. Well, she shall be home in the spring, (laughs) and I intend to have you rosy-cheeked and in dancing spirits by that time. Joe. The sea air will do you good, you'll see. Joe, I don't want you to hope anymore. It will only make it worse. I won't let you go without a fight, Beth. I don't want to fight. I'm too tired. But I'm not scared, you must believe that. I believe I will go out quite easily, like the tide. You go gladly? No, of course not. Life is quite sweet to me, but... I don't wish to spend all the time I have left mourning the time I won't have. Seems like a waste of both. I don't believe that I should ever be as good as you, if I had all the time in the world. You have been the best of women to me. Doesn't that count for something? It is everything, dear. Oh, Beth, what can I do? Tell me how to fix this. There is nothing to fix. Let us just enjoy being together while we wait. I must do something for you, or I shall go mad, and then we won't enjoy anything. (laughs) Please, Beth, ask me for the ocean, and I will go get it for you. Only don't let me sit here uselessly. I always did like when you would read to me. What would you like to hear? A Joe March original. Read me one of the stories you write for the paper. Oh, you don't want to hear those. Why not? Because they're rot, Beth. They're unoriginal and stale, and there isn't an ounce of truth in them. Then why do you write them? I don't know. Then write something new for me. Like what? Something true. When are you going to go to your grandfather? Soon. You've said that a dozen times in the last three weeks. And one day I shall mean it. He expects you, you know. Yes, I know it. Then why don't you go? Natural depravity, I suppose. You mean natural indolence. What would Joe say if she could see you now? Probably, go away, Teddy, I'm busy. As usual. But never mind her. You used to mind her. What about you, the great artiste? When shall you begin your masterpiece? Never. Oh, pet, don't say that. It's true. I've had all my vanity stripped of me. I have a little talent, but that's not the same as genius. No amount of energy can make it so. I want to be great or nothing. I refuse to linger in the middle like a commonplace dobbler. Then what do you intend to do? Polish up my other talents. I could be an ornament to society, if I had the chance. Ah, here's where Fred Vaughn comes in, I take it. And what's the matter with that? Do you love him? I could if I tried. But it's no use trying until he proposes. Otherwise I get myself heartsick for nothing. 
He's not the kind of fellow I imagined you liking, pet. Then who is? Well, to tell you the truth, I always imagined you would end up with someone more like me. Like you? Do you want me to tell you what I really think of you? I do. I despise you. Why? If you please. Because with every chance for being good, useful, and happy, you are cruel, lazy, and miserable. Strong language, mademoiselle. Be serious, please. Since you've got here, you've been sullen and idle and moped about as if you were... Well, if I didn't know better, I'd say you were heartsick. I have very good reason to be. You're not... Joe didn't... No. Oh, Teddy, I'm so sorry. Don't! That's her name for me, and you know it. No one else calls me that. I was certain she loved you dearly. Oh, she does. She assures me of it. Just not in that way. Well, why don't you do something splendid and make her love you? I'm just- I tried! Don't you see? I tried! It's no use! Anyway, it's for the best if I'm the good-for-nothing fellow you say I am. I didn't deserve her. You deserve to be happy. Everyone does. Perhaps you two were just too similar. Don't. Don't try to make it better. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been so hard with you. But my dear, I I wish you would bear it better. Just wait till you've tried it yourself. If I couldn't be loved, I would like to at least be respected. Do you think Joe would despise me as you do? If she could see me? I don't despise you, really. I know. My dear Amy, you would hardly recognize our little home. We've put aside the best room for Beth and filled it with all the things she so loves, her cats and her books. We brought her piano in, but I wonder if it only saddens her to see it and not be well enough to play. She still sings her little songs, though, and she tells me she likes to look out the window and watch the children in the lane on their way to school. I am glad she is still able to find these little joys. I don't want you to think of cutting your trip short, Amy. She will have left us by the time you would arrive. We will see you in a month. Until then, take comfort in your aunt and know that you are in our thoughts. With love, Marmy. Beth? I have something for you. What's this? Something true. Read it. Oh, my sister, passing from me, out of human care and strife, leave me as a gift those virtues which have beautified your life. Give me that unselfish nature that with charity divine can pardon wrong for love's dear sake. Meek heart, forgive me mine. For the touch of grief will render my wild nature more serene. Give to life new aspirations, a new trust in the unseen. Henceforth, safe across the river, I shall see forevermore a beloved guardian angel waiting for me on that shore. Joe, have I really been all that? To me, you have. 
and I am glad. Why are you crying? I, I thought it would please you. Oh, it does. More than I can say. Oh, Joe. My only regret in all this is that I fear I have wasted my life. And I'm not half so good as you say I am, but if you love me that much, then I feel I have not wasted a second. You know death shall never part us, don't you? Oh, I know it. But you must promise me to take care of Father and Marmy when I am gone. They are not so strong as they imagine themselves to be. I know, dear. And I am afraid they'll take it rather hard. I shall not take it easily, either. No, I know that. But you are the fearless gull. You will sail on through the storm, and in the end, this shall all be part of some wonderful story of yours. It does not feel so wonderful. Not now. Joe, I know my life has not been one of adventure or excitement, but you will write about me, won't you? I don't believe I shall ever stop. I am glad of that. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. I am just feeling quite tired. Sleep, Beth. I'll be here when you wake up. Of course I did. I don't know what to do. Beth was the best of us, Lori. I cannot accept that she's gone. I wish I had anything to say that would make this easier for you. You don't have to say anything. I'm just so happy to see you. I've been so lonely, Lori. Why didn't you write? I can't seem to lift a pen for anything. Not since I got the letter. I haven't even written home. I don't know what there is to say. I know it's hard. But you ought to send word. They're worried about you, you know? Joe wrote me, when she didn't hear from you. And to... to tell me what had happened. Oh, yes. She misses you. And do you miss her? Uh, I tried to pine for her. I really did. I tried to write her requiems and operas, but they all sounded wrong. False. Do you know? I tried to imagine her the other day, and all I could think of was her flying into a temper and putting that sofa cushion down so I couldn't sit next to her. <laughs> Do you remember? She hated you sidling up beside her. And I thought of the way she frowns at me when I misbehave, and how she would shove me out of her garret when she had her writing things on, and, and I laughed. <laughs> I couldn't make myself feel lovesick at all. She does adore you, Lori. You were always like a brother to her. I hope I still am, if I haven't ruined things too horribly. But she was right. We never would have suited each other. Not the way I wanted us to. Well, I am sorry you've lost your melancholy muse. <laughs> Don't feel too sorry for me. I think... I think another muse has taken her place. Oh? Y yes. You see... When I tried to write those poems and songs, do you know who I started to think of? Who? You. You don't mean that. I do. You're only being nice to me to cheer me up, as always. I'm not, Pet. I swear I'm not. You know, Fred Vaughn proposed to me. Oh, 
Well, congratulations to you both. He's a capital man. You'll be very happy together, I'm sure. I said no, Lori. Why? I couldn't seem to make myself lovesick either. It's a lovely tune. Beth wrote it. I thought the piano would be glad of the music. She would be happy to know it was still of use. I'm afraid I shall never play as she did. You mustn't try to fill her place, Joe. She wouldn't expect it of you. But she asked me to take care of you, as she did. In your own way, as your own person. We've already lost Beth, my dear. Don't let us lose Joe's spirit, too. I don't know how I'm supposed to act now. What am I supposed to do? Everything feels like the wrong thing, Marmy. Why don't you write? That used to make you happy. I've no heart to write, and nobody cares for my things anyway. We do. Beth did? Write something for her, for you, and never mind what the rest of the world might say about it. I don't believe I can. I think you are stronger than you believe, Joe. But I don't want to be strong, or I don't want to have to be strong. I want... I... What is it? I don't want to be alone in this. You and Father have each other, and Meg has John, and Amy is with Lori, and- I was wondering if we were coming to Lori. No, it's not what you think. I don't love him. Even if he asked again, I would say no. But I miss him so much. I miss his friendship, being loved by another person in that way. I know you and Father love me, but it's not really the same thing. I just feel so lonely without him. There are plenty of people who love you, Joe. And one day you will find someone who loves you in the way you want to be loved. But until then, do not think for a second that you're alone. Thank you, Marmy. Oh, Joe, I found this in the kitchen. Is it yours? The works of Shakespeare. Oh, yes. Thank you. How fares the great American authoress? Teddy? Oh, my Teddy, you're back! <laughs> then you're glad to see me. <laughs> glad? Words cannot express my gladness. Oh. <laughs> oh. Where is Amy? Haven't you brought her with you? Oh, she's downstairs with your mother and Meg and all the others. Now that she's home, there's no getting my wife out of your mother's clutches. Your what? Oh, the Dickens, now I've done it. You got married? Yes, but don't worry, Joe. I shall never do it again. <laughs> You don't seem pleased. I am surprised, is all. But Teddy, I am pleased for you, really and truly. It is so good to hear you call me Teddy. You're the only one who does that. What does Amy call you? My lord. (laughs) That sounds like her. (laughs) And don't I look it. I'm a regular head of a family now, Joe, a married man. You're a devil of a boy, and you always will be to me. But come, Teddy, you've done everything the wrong way around. Tell me what happened from the beginning. Oh, well, you know, I really only did it to please Amy. Fib number one, she did it to please you. (laughs) You always get things exactly how you want them. Not always. Joe! Oh, Amy! He insisted on being the first one to tell you, but I couldn't wait to see you. Has he told you everything? The important bits? 
I'm sure you'll tell the story much better. You must come downstairs. We stopped by Meg's on the way and everyone is here. Mr. Lawrence! Oh, Joe! Lori told me about... that she's left us. I am so sorry we were not here. She... she was the dearest girl. You know how much she adored you, don't you, Mr. Lawrence? Oh, she adored everyone. Her heart was too big for anything else. Amy, dear, who else did you drag over? (laughs) This house shall soon be full to bursting. (laughs) I didn't ask anyone. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Friedrich? Uh, My apologies. I see you are busy. I come another time. Friedrich! It's so good to see you. I I come at a bedtime. I apologize. No, this is perfect. I want to introduce you to everyone. This is my mother and father, my sister Meg and her husband John, my sister Amy and my... her husband, Lori, and Lori's grandfather, Mr. Lawrence. Everyone, this is Friedrich. Oh, Joe, your friend from the boarding house. Come in. Don't keep standing in the doorway. It looks like rain out there. Can I offer you some tea, Friedrich? I would not wish to trouble you. I only came to visit. No, but you must stay. Sit down, please. A full house is a happy one. My goodness, our foreign correspondents returned and a new (laughs) friend come to visit. It's almost too much excitement for one day. No, this is delightful. Everyone's finally together. (laughs) But we are missing someone, no? Uh, Where is Miss Beth? Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't written to you in some time. She passed away a few months ago. I am sorry to hear it. Mr. Lawrence, we meant to tell you. If you wish to have the piano back, we would understand. I know it was your daughter's. No, no, it is Beth's now. It belongs here with you. Friedrich, I hear you are an excellent teacher of German. I have an excellent student. He's being modest. (laughs) He taught Minnie and Kitty, too. I thought they were quite hopeless, but they seemed to learn far more from him than they ever did from me. Do you enjoy teaching? Very much so. And what brings you from New York? Oh, I had some business in the town. Then I knew I would be so close to the marches, whom I have heard so much about, I could not stay without a visit. Then you are staying? For a time, I believe. Yes. Well, you are welcome any time. Our home is yours. Thank you, Mrs. March. Oh. Call me Marmy. Well, I will not have had a proper homecoming until I've had something to eat. Mr. Lawrence, might we impose on you? I'm afraid our little home won't quite accommodate us all. You need hardly ask, my dear. After all, you are now family. They always have been, Grandfather. (laughs) Come along. I'm sure we'll be able to rustle something up. I'm so glad to see you, Friedrich. I was not sure. I had not heard from you in some time. I'm sorry. There's been so much happening here with Beth and everything. But having you here is the most welcome surprise I could have ever imagined. I missed you. I missed you also. Uh, That is, you are missed at the boarding house. I do not think we knew how much we relied on you until you were gone. Funny. I was going to say the same thing to you. Miss March, what are you doing here? Come, under the umbrella. Thank you. I insisted it wouldn't rain today, but it seems I was wrong. Yes, I appeared to have picked the wrong day for shopping. We missed you at home. 
You haven't been by in nearly a week. I was beginning to worry that you left without saying goodbye. No, uh, not without saying goodbye. Oh? Are you leaving? I didn't know how to tell you. I have been offered a position as a professor. Where? In California. Oh. Are you going to accept? I do not know what is keeping me here. Well, that is actually why I came to see you. What do you mean? My aunt passed away, and it seems she has left me her house. I have no need for such a large home, but it would be a beautiful school. A school that would need professors. Miss March, are you offering me a job? I believe I am. Oh, please say yes, Friedrich. I cannot begin this endeavor alone, and we would have such a splendid time. And... and also, I don't want you to go away. You don't? No. The last few weeks with you here, I've been happier than I've been in months. Years, perhaps. I do not know what I would do if you left. Then... You want me to stay? Of course I do. Oh, Joves, this is all I have wanted to hear from you. I hoped it might be true. This is why I came, but I could not tell. Do you mean it? Please stay. Stay with me. My darling Joe, I want to. I would do anything for you, do you know that? And yet... What is it? I have so little to offer you. You have given me hope and joy and brought light into my life, and I have nothing to give you but my heart... So full and these empty hands. Give me your hands. See? They're not empty now. Mm.